I'm excited because I reckon some of you are going to make some decisions tonight that not only put a smile on your face, but put a smile in heaven. Because I, I want to show you that, um, that uh, I don't know, uh, Pastor Sam's been talking about this verse quite a lot this year. About there's a, gr- there's a wide open door for a great work here, though many oppose me. And, and it's kinda, he kind of felt it was like a prophetic word for the year. Um, and then this last month, a bit of a focus around a wide open door. But, but I reckon that it's also a model for how God works in our lives. And, it, and it's an important model because we need to understand how God works in our lives. Otherwise, we miss the moment and we miss the decision points of how we engage with it. See, there's three different kind of parts to it. And, and I reckon each of these parts challenge our thinking about God's will in our life. Because it says, there's a wide open door for a great work, though many oppose me. Because I think a lot of us think that God's will in our lives is going to look like this. This thing is going to fall out of heaven, fully formed. I just pull the bow and it all kind of falls open and there it is. And, And this, all three of those points challenge that way of thinking. And I wonder whether some of us are missing out on God's will because, oh, it mustn't have been God's will because it didn't happen. Oh, it mustn't have been God's will because there was just, it, it didn't kind of fall into place. Like, what a load of rubbish. If you, re- like, that is not how God's will operates. This tells us that how God's will operates is God opens doors for a significant work that we do and there'll still be opposition. Uh, so let me illustrate the interest, the bottom one. I was in Ghana a, a couple of months ago where a group of guys came to New Zealand a few years ago, trained, and then they've gone back to plant equippers in Ghana. And I was talking to one of the guys and talking about what they're doing and stuff, and at the end he kind of like, uh, to be honest, I'm a bit discouraged or a bit disappointed. And he, and he, said, he made the statement, he said, like, it's our second year into this, and I kind of thought that more would have kind of fallen into place by now. And I was like, mate, this is my sixth year in Auckland. I'm still waiting for some stuff to fall into place. Like, what did you expect? And he's like, that is actually strangely encouraging. And, and it's like, I, I don't know how we think God's will works, but it's like, yeah, there's going to be opposition. Stuff is not going to fall out of heaven. So we would make a big mistake if we went, oh, if it was God's will, it just would have all fallen into place. No, there's a devil out there. No, there's a spiritual battle for your destiny. There is going to be opposition. And, 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 and there's going to be a challenge to work at these things. And, and, and what God does is just open a door. And that's why I want to talk about, I believe tonight is a moment of decision. Because once you understand how this God, this is how God works, the tipping point for your future is this. Will you make the, de- the decision to walk through the door that God's opened? And it's going to involve work. And it's going to face opposition, but God opens doors. And I believe tonight some people are going to make a decision to walk through a door that's going to put a smile on your future and going to put a smile on heaven because you're going to step into something that is going to have a great outcome. And that's how God works. Let me show you this from Scripture. So I'll start from the middle one. There's a, there's a wide open door for a great work. We're like, man, there's a great work. And we're like the first great. But there's another word, work. <laughs> there's a door for a work. 
Like, I'm going to have to work this thing. I'm going to have to put some effort into this thing. God's will's not going to fall out of heaven. It's going to, it's going to take all that I can do to make something grow and happen. You know, Bill Johnson says this, often God gives us an acorn when we ask for an oak tree. It's the process of stewarding the acorn that gives us the wisdom to manage the tree. God's will generally does not fall out of heaven fully formed. He gives you something to work with and then says, come on, put it to work. Grow something, develop something, make it work. You can go, oh, well, this must be this my lot. This must be God's will for my life. No, it's a seed for you to plant. No, it's a foundation for you to work with. No, your responsibility is to take what you've been given in life up to this point and put it to work to make something bigger. Come on, the future is unlimited. The future is greater than you can imagine if you'll put it to work. Don't settle, oh, this must have been God's will. No, that's not how he works. He opens a door for a great work. Um, I was some meetings this week, Pastor Sam said this, we want the grapes of the promised land, but the delivery method of mana. Mana fell out of heaven into their laps. But no, the promised land, God gave them a resource base and says, you work and produce a harvest. We need a change in thinking that God's purpose for your life is not going to fall out of heaven. God's purpose for your life will be you take something that he's put in your hands and you work it and you grow it and you develop it. If you're further ahead next year than you are, you can't say, well, it mustn't have been God's will. You'll be further ahead because you put some work into growing something. Show you this, the parable of the talents, uh, which is a, Jesus taught these parables like, this is how the kingdom works. And he's like, the kingdom is like a man went on a journey, uh, entrusted his wealth to his servants. And he just says this, to one he gave five bags of gold, to another two, to another one. So verse 16, the one who had received five bags of gold, what? Went at once and put it to work. Come on, what's God put in your hands for you to put to work? Some education that your parents have provided will now put it to work and develop it. Some resource base that you, that you have in your life, put it to work and grow something bigger. Some skill that you have, put it to work and get some lessons and develop it. Some ministry gift on your life, put it to work and grow it. Come on, the future is unlimited. Don't say this is God's will. No, God's will was to give you something to put to work. You know, uh, when the guy comes back, he says, see, I've gained five more. God's will is, this is, God's will for your life is kind of open-ended. If you'll put it to work, you define, don't settle and go, well, this has got, oh, this is all I'll ever have. No, what you have is a seed to sow. What you have is a skill to develop. Come on, start to dream bigger. Start to think my life could be bigger than where I am now because everything I have up till this point is just something to put to work. Man, what could happen? You know, and, and then the, the guy who just had one, he's like, well, this is what you gave me and I looked after it. And it's interesting, Jesus said, you wicked lazy. No, that's not how the kingdom works. Don't just go, oh, well, this was God's will for me. No, it wasn't. It was a seed for you to work with. It was a resource base for you to grow. It's like, start to dream bigger. What could you make of what you've currently got? You know, Romans 16, this might not be too popular, but Paul commends quite a few people, they all happen to be women, actually, who just says this, who work very hard. 
They work, I, I don't know, but somehow we have this idea that, oh, well, if it's God's will, it's going to land. No, God's will, I'm sorry to tell you, is going to take some hard work. It's a bit quiet. Like, seriously, it's going to take some work. God opens a door for a great work. Man, what could, if I put my heart and soul into this, what could happen? Oh, I'm just trusting in God. If it's his will, it will happen. What a lot of rubbish. That's not how the kingdom works. You know, Proverbs says this, by wisdom a house is built. God, you've, you've given me this. How could I put it to, what could I do with this? God, I grew up in this family situation. This part was good. This part is challenging. What could I build and make something better for my family, for my future, for the future generation, that my kids would never realize this is where I started? that my ceiling became their floor. Like, God, help me get the wisdom to build something greater in my life than has ever been seen before in my family. God, give me the wisdom to build something. You know, Paul says this. He, he said, like, I'm a, God's given me this ability. I'm a wise master builder. I know how to take something and build something with it. I challenge you to start dreaming what could you build for God with what you've been given? How could you develop your gifts? How could you develop your abilities? I wonder what God could do with your life if you changed your mindset about God's will. If you thought there's an open-ended future, and if I'll put this to work, I wonder what God could do. Come on, make a decision tonight that I'm going to step through a door for a great work. But... but as well as a great work, he says, there's many who oppose me. And it's like, welcome to the reality. Again, it's like, oh, I, you know, I, I feel like some of us, just we just get disappointed, we get confused, because I thought it was God's will, and it was just so hard. I thought it was God's will, but it was just so difficult. Yeah, that's how it works. There's a great work, but there's going to be opposition. That's why... Um, Paul says this, join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Like, I'm I want to break through to something bigger than what I've seen. I don't want to accept my current reality. I want to push through into something more. That's how God's will works. And it's like, I want to make a decision that I'm going to pay the cost to break through to something more. I'm not going to settle for the parameters that my teachers told me about my life, that my coaches told me about my life, that my family defined my life. No, no, I'm going to break into something more. I'm going to fight for something more for my life. I'm going to make a decision tonight that there's more for my life. And that people will look at me and go, wow, how did you end up doing that? And it's like, because I decided to fight for something better. I made a decision to fight for it. Paul says this, fight the good fight of faith. Hello, welcome to the real world. Faith is a fight. God's will is a fight. God's purpose for your life is contested territory. You're going to have to fight for it. And we don't want to just kind of, oh, well, oh, it just got hard. It's like, yeah, it is going to be hard, but I've got great news for you. God's power is in you. The resources of heaven are behind you. But you need to make a decision to fight for something more. And, and we're not fighting people. You know, Paul said, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Sometimes the face of opposition is human, but that's never our challenge. The opposition is in here and up there. It's never there. 
But it's like, I need to fight to get free of mindsets. I need to get fight to get free of oppression. I need to fight for God's will on my life. There's more for my life, and I'm not going to settle for my current reality. I'm going to make a decision to fight for it. You know, and, and so Paul says this again, the weapons we, we live in, the, well, though we live in the world, we don't wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons. No, our weapons are like this. We return, where there's cursing coming to us, we return blessing. We, we choose to live in praise. We choose to live in generosity. We choose to live in thanksgiving. We choose to act in an opposite spirit. I'm not going to come under the confines of my environment. I'm going to break out of it into something bigger because I think God's will for my life is an opening to fight for something more. Man, I just pray tonight, some of you put a smile on heaven because there's a group of people who go, do you know what? I'm not going to settle for where I am. I'm going to fight for something more. And, and so part of this, Paul says, you know, again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? Like, do you, there's a battle for your future. Get ready for a fight. Oh, if it's God's will, it would have happened. No, if it's God's will, there'll be a fight for it. The sign of opposition is not a sign you're out of God's will. It's often a sign that you're in God's will. Don't expect things. You're going to have to work at it, and you're going to have to fight for it. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your education. Fight for your call. Fight for your family. Say, God's will is for more than I've currently seen. And, and, and that's my understanding of this. You know, and then, so, so there's a great work, there's opposition, and, and at the start, he just says this sense, there's a wide open door. And, and I want to show you this from a passage of Scripture, because once you, once you say, this is a model of God's will, then, like I said, the pivot point for your future is this, will you make a decision to walk through the door? And put something to work and fight for something. Oh, no, if it's God's will, it'll happen. No, no, no. God opens a door and you make a decision to walk through the door into something challenging, maybe scary, but something better and brighter than your current reality. Let me show you this in Scripture. Some of you would know the story in Nehemiah. The city was destroyed. The walls were destroyed. The temple was destroyed. And there's this one man who has a dream that God could do something. And he's not like, oh God, if it is your will, restore my city. He's like, no, no, I, I want to see something happen. Now he has this weird job. He's the wine taster for the emperor of the known world. And so it just says in the month there, this 20th year of this guy, when the wine was brought for him, I took the wine, gave it to the king. I had not been sad in his presence before. So the king asked me, why does your face look so sad? It's like the door opened a little bit. And, and Nehemiah faced a choice. And, and like, end of verse 2, I was very much afraid. Like, do I lean on the door or not? He's like, I want to see something happen in my nation. So I'm going to take the risk to push on the door to see if it opens. I'm going to make a decision to push on the door. And I'm going to make a decision to walk through the door. And so he says, I was afraid, but I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are buried lies in ruins? What happens? The king says this. Well, what is it that you want? The door just flung open. And again, he faced the decision, and he's starting to freak out. 
because I, I don't want to get this wrong, but I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to miss my destiny through a timidity that, that is too scared to walk through the door, that is even too scared to push on the door. So he, he says, I prayed to God and I answered the king. If it pleases the king and if your servant is in favor in his sight, let him send me to the city. Verse six, the king with the queen sitting beside him asked me, how long will your journey take? When will you get back? Just says this, it pleased the king to send me. So I set a time. Nehemiah had the courage to make a decision to push on the door and then walk through the door. Come on, I wonder tonight what doors are open in your life. And if you would make a decision to walk through the door, I wonder how you're going to rewrite the script for your future. You can settle for the script of, of limitation and the script that the devil wants, or you could push on a door and say, God, give me the courage to step through the door. I make a decision tonight to step through the door. And so with the door wide open, then Nehemiah goes back and you see this. Remember, there's a wide open door for a great work, though many who oppose me. This is what happens. They end up rebuilding but he talks about half the men worked while the other half stood guard. There's a work and there's a battle. There's a, there's a work and a war. There's a building and a battle. And, and, and it says, uh, the laborers carried on their work with one hand supporting their load and one hand holding a weapon. All the builders had a sword. This is like a picture of, God. it's of God's will for our lives. It's like, there's something out there that I'm believing for, but I have to make the decision, have the courage to step through and then know what's on the other side. Some hard work and some fights, but there's also an incredible destiny and a future out there. And once I understand that, I'm willing to pay the price for it. You know, a bit later on, go on from having rebuilt the walls and rebuilt the temple but they kind of got distracted and a prophet Haggai came to them at this time and he was a bit sarcastic well God was a bit sarcastic because verse 2 it just says this is what the Lord Almighty says these people say oh the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house they're like oh let's let's ignore that open door over there we're, no it's not the right time no it just wouldn't be wise to do that no no we're not doing that and the prophet's like, well, how, if it's not time for that, how come it's time for you to be building your own stuff? Like, you will be walking through some doors. What about walk through the door that God's open? What about push on the door that God's open for your life? Because you will be working at something. You will, be, you will be fighting for something. What about work on the right thing? What about fight for the right thing? What about walk through the door that God has opened for your life? To something of significance and destiny. And then, you know, and the prophet just says, give careful thought to your ways. It's like, how's this working out for you? Like, ignoring God. How's it going? Like, just ignoring the door that's open over there. Not so good, huh? And, and, and then he repeats it. Give careful thought to your ways. Like, be intentional. Be intentional. Come on, where is the doors that God has opened? Walk through those doors. Make a decision to walk through those doors. Make a decision to build something in God. Make a decision to fight for what's really important. You face a decision. You face a moment of decision tonight. Which door are you going to walk through? What are you going to put your effort into building? What are you going to fight for? Why not put it into the most significant way you can in your life? 
you know, and so then it just says they, they heard the message, they responded, verse 14, so the Lord stirred up the spirit of all of these guys and they began to work. I pray tonight God somehow stirs in your heart to dare to believe there is a wide open door for a great work in your life even though many will oppose you. And a whole lot of people are going to make a decision tonight to walk through God's door into his purposes. It's a great, you know, so I'm saying the, these three lines, it, it's kind of like, man, I need to let God re, rewire my brain. This is how God's will works. He opens a door, but I've got to step through. He opens a door, but I've got to work at something. He opens a door, but there's going to be opposition. So the, but the tipping point is my decision to walk through the door. I want to challenge you where I'm going to land at the end. is like, what is the door that has opened before you? Make a decision tonight to walk through the door. And we'll talk about some options a bit later. These, um, some of the people in my world that I've, I've kind of seen make decisions. So some of you might remember these guys if you've been around for a few years. So three years ago, these three guys came from Ghana. Um, a, a door opened for them, and, and, it was a, and it was hard work, and there was battle, and it was a struggle. This is their first Saturday in New Zealand at Mission Bay eating ice cream. Probably the last thing they wanted to do, it was freezing probably for them, but we're kind of showing them New Zealand. But they made a decision, a door opened, they made a costly decision to walk through the door. The guy in the middle, Emmanuel, had a three-year-old son. His wife, he wasn't going to see them for a year, but a door opened, and he made a decision to walk through a door to get equipped to come to New Zealand for a year for a great work that God was about to do. Um, Stephen on, the, on the, this side you know, was engaged, made a decision, because they ended up saying for two years that he was going to be away for his fiancée for, for a year, go back, get married, be with his wife for two weeks, and then leave her for another year. Don't tell me you faced some hard decisions. There was a wide open door, but there was some hard work, and there were some battles in there, but they made a decision to walk through the door. You know, a year later, they graduated. I'm sure Stephen was happier than he looks on that side. But, um, uh, and then, and then uh, another door opened, just stay another year. I don't know how excited they were about that door, but they made a decision to go for another year. And I visited them about two months ago, uh, back in Ghana. So Stephen now is married and has this beautiful little baby, and that's Pius with his soon-to-be fiance, hopefully, if he proposes sometime. And it's like, <laughs> and those guys are now doing a great work planting equippers in Accra in Ghana. Because they made a decision three years ago to walk through a door that opened up for a great work, even though there would be great opposition. You know, and, and, and Emmanuel, he was the kind of serious one. Now he's the youth pastor of 750 youth. And God, I don't know how, but he is. And, and then last year, Grace came for a year. Some of you remember Grace. They, in a couple of months, they finished building a five-story children's church, a whole complex specifically devoted for children. And she's going to be the administrator of it. There was a door that opened that they made a decision to walk through the door for a great work, even though there were great battles I just want to tell you about some of the people in my world that I've seen make decisions to walk through doors 
and see something great happen. I'm not suggesting these are the only doors, but my world is around Equippers College, so these are the people that I've seen walk through doors. Uh, a couple of months ago, we were in uh, London for the Equippers Conference, and these were all the people that have been students of Equippers College who were at that conference. So they walked, they made a decision to walk through a door, come to New Zealand for a year, or be in college for a year, and that opened other doors into a great work in Europe, and England, and Germany, and Switzerland. Switzerland, back here in New Zealand, it's like, you see, when people make a decision to walk through doors, stuff happens, great things happen, doors of opportunity open up. See, I wonder for you, what's the, what's the decision tonight to walk through a door? You don't know what could happen. You don't know the unlimited possibilities if you have the courage to walk through the door. Because God's will is just so phenomenal, possibility, so much bigger than you could imagine. The only limit on it is the decision to walk through the door. Here's another few people. Um, one on this side, Johanna was from Flensburg in Germany, made a decision to come to New Zealand for a year last year, learn a bit about production. Now she's gone back to Equippers Flensburg and she's heading up the production team back there for Sunday. Doors have opened up because she made a decision to walk through. She's involved in a great work of this incredible church in the north of Germany. Uh, because she chose to walk through a door. Nicole in the middle made a decision last year to, to, to walk through the door and shift from Dunedin to come to college in Auckland. Then she made a decision to walk through another door and go and be an intern in London. And, door, and doors have opened up for a great work in children's ministry. She's now kind of like the 2IC to Monica Collard, who leads the children's ministry in there. And already doors are opening up. They wanted to stay on. It's like, because she's had the courage to walk through doors. New doors keep opening up. New vistas, new possibilities of a great work, even though there's challenges. Come on, it's time to move. It's time to make a decision for you to walk through some doors. Many of you know this couple. I mean, he made a, he made a good decision, and then he came here and found a wife. But that's a good decision. But now they're, they're back in Berlin, and they're working in equippers in Berlin, but they're, they're helping network all of five different locations of equippers around Germany. See, this is how it works. You, t you have the courage to make a decision to walk through a door that opens up the possibility of great things even though there's opposition. Uh, couple, this couple, the Overmeyers, came from Germany a couple of years ago. Now they've got a third little ginger baby. Um, but, um, I met, but it's like, again, they made a decision. Well, it was a hard, it was hard work. It was a tough, there was opposition arriving in Auckland with two little kids with nowhere to live. But they made a decision and, and the doors have opened up for a great work when God called them. Now, now go and plant equippers in Munich. And still, it's hard work. There's opposition. It's not easy. But they chose to walk through a door. And they keep choosing to walk through doors that open new opportunities. A couple more. They, these two, on the, they're not actually a couple. They're just friends. But uh, Toby, Toby and Natalie. 
again made it a decision to shift from Switzerland to come and spend a year at Equippers College and then to go back they're both uh, Toby's studying business uh, but working uh, helping in the Zurich church Natalie's bought a physio th- uh, clinic but working in the church is like that just doors of opportunity opened up for a great work See, I wonder what's limiting your future because because you holding walking through doors some of you know this guy in the middle, George. He came last year. He literally ar- arrived with the clothes on his back. There was that cyclone in Tonga that, that wrecked his house. Talk about opposition. His wife and three, he, uh, well, he was away from his wife and three kids for a year, but they had to go and live with his in-laws because their house was wrecked. Talk about like, well, if this is God's will, and wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it was God's will. There was opposition. It was hard work. But he chose to walk through a door and now has gone back to Tonga to help out. And a few years ago, made a decision, having finished the degree, to come to a college for a year, to then, uh, then a door open with an invitation. Why don't you come to Tonga for a year and help out in the school? Then another door open. Would you stay on? for another year, and so just recently she's been hosting Reggie Dabs with an incredible youth uprising around Tonga. See, if you have the courage to step through doors, great things happen, opportunities open up. Who knows what you could do? Who knows what God could do with your life? But the pivot point is this, a moment of decision that I'm gonna walk through an open door even though it's gonna be hard work, even though there's gonna be opposition, I'm gonna walk through this door. This is a great verse. A whole understanding of God's will. It empowers you to press on to something greater than you've ever seen. It breaks us out of this passivity to, oh, well, if it's your will, your will be done. Just let it happen. No, it's not gonna work like that. There's gonna be a wide open door for a great work, even though there's gonna be opposition. Let me just talk about some of the moments of decision that maybe you face tonight. One is just this, the the decision to connect. There's a wide open door of three services every Sunday here. There's a wide open door of a a red tent where you can go and sign up for e-groups. There's a wide open door of a massive conference in the Spark Arena in a couple of weeks. There are wide open doors where you can connect. You, but you can, oh no, but I, I don't know, I might get hurt, or I've been hurt in the past, or I don't know. It's like, there's a wide open door. You choose to step through it and get connected. You choose to go after community. You choose to go after relationship. You know, there's wide open doors for you to invest in training and education. Equippers values people getting qualifications because they just, we want to see people grow. But, but, you know, and so I know for many people the wide open doors are in business or communication or medicine or law, but, but you know, Pastor Sam often says he's not embarrassed to, to challenge people about giving because he knows that he gives. Well, I was thinking, well, I'm not embarrassed to challenge you to give God a year to college because I gave up a whole lot more to be at college. My wife and I sacrificed everything, and it wasn't a year and go back. It's been six years now, and there's no going back. So I'm not embarrassed, you. I'm not embarrassed to challenge you. For some of you, there's a wide open door if you would have the courage to step through the door and give God a year 
for a great work that God is doing through equippers in something like 20 locations around New Zealand and another 10 or so around the world. Who knows where your life could end up? Who knows what you could do if you had the courage to make a decision to walk through the door? You know, there's a wide open door to be involved in God's mission. There are short-term mission trips to Calcutta, to Tonga, to the Philippines. In just a few weeks, there's a significant uh, miracle offering where we could choose to give into God's work. You know, when I was in Ghana a couple of months ago, something really surprised me. I was surprised how much my heart was with those guys. And I realized the truth of what Jesus said, where your treasure is, your heart will be. And it's like, man, I invested so much time, so much energy, so much resource in them that my heart is there. You want to be part of something big? Walk through the door and put some time, some effort, some energy, some money, some of your treasure into the purpose of God. And I want to tell you, your heart will go to another place. Come on, there's a wide open door for you to be involved in the greatest global move that, that God has ever launched. There, there's a wide open door to address personal issues. Oh, I'm just, I'm just this kind of person. Oh, you don't understand what's happened in my past. No, there's a wide open door for you to get help. There's prayer ministry, there's pastors, there's counseling. Walk through the door and get some help. Don't let the devil define the parameters of your future and your destiny because of your past brokenness. Come on, there's a wide open door for your life to be more than you've dreamed of. There's a wide open door for your personal growth, physically, relationships, financially, spiritually. Come on, there's all kinds of opportunities for you to grow and become something more than you ever dreamed was possible. Man, I hope some of you just like, oh my goodness, my future is so much bigger, could be so much bigger than I ever dreamed of. Yeah, it could be. Because there is a wide open door for a great work, even though there'll be opposition. But finally, all this comes down to this bottom line is this. There is a wide open door for you to get connected with the God who created you, the God who loves you, the God who has called you and chosen you, the God who's, who has written a, a script of what could be possible for your life. There's a wide open door for you to get right with God tonight. Oh, you don't understand. I don't. No, no, there is a wide open door. There is a wide open door. And I said, if you want to put a smile on in heaven, the greatest smile you can put on heaven is walk through the door to get right with God again. And all these other things will fall. How do I know this? End of the Bible. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely. There's a wide open door for access to God. There's a wide open door for you to find freedom. There's a wide open door for you to feel clean. There's a wide open door for you to find forgiveness. There's a wide open door for you to feel like I'm a son or daughter of God. There's a wide open door that would set the foundation for the rest of your life. Jesus talked about this. Anyone who is thirsty may come. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. There's a wide open door tonight. What are you afraid of? What's holding you back? There's a wide open door. Make a decision to walk through the door. It goes right back into the Old Testament. Come, all you who are thirsty. 
come to the waters. You who have no money, come. See, it's wide, you, you don't have to be good enough. You don't have to have deserved it. It's a wide open door. Whatever you need, just come to God. Come, buy wine and milk without money, without cost. There's, a, there's, no, there's no conditions on this thing. There's no bar you have to meet. There's no, pro, it's like just, there's a wide open door. And, and it's like God, God's almost confused that people don't get this. He's like, verse 2, why spend your money on what is not bread? Why are you punching on, beating on doors over here when what you're really looking for, there's a wide open door for it here? Why are you trying to find love and significance beating on doors of relationships and, and, and success? Well, there's a wide open door for what you're looking for, identity, belonging, purpose. Your heart just having come home. There's a wide open door. There's a strange other verse, Revelation 3.20. Jesus says this, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And it's like, I thought all the doors were open. Why is he knocking on the door? I don't know if this is a weird illustration, but I was thinking, I don't know if you've ever stayed in a hotel or motels where they have possible adjoining rooms, where they kind of have this door on your side but there's a door on the other side that can be locked. Anyone know what I'm talking about? And it's like, and they lock their door so there's not a stranger kind of opens the door. Oh, hello, here in it. And, and the point is that like both sides have to open the doors. And I think what God's saying is this, he's like, he's like saying, on my side, the door's open. But you have to open the door on your side. And he's so keen for you to discover it, he'll even knock on your door. If you would open the door on your side, the door on my side is open for a great work of something wonderful for your life. Even though there'll be opposition, he's knocking on, come on, if you would open the door on your side, on his side, the door is open. There's a wide open door. Come on, there's a wide open door for something great even though there's people who are going to oppose it. Can I invite you to stand? I don't know how you connect with God, if it's close your eyes or, or raise your hands, but could you for a minute almost just imagine how much He loves you that He would be knocking on the door? How much he cares for you that he would be knocking on the door. How much compassion he would have for the parameters that have been set on your life that he would be knocking on the door. And he's like, I'm not going to force my way in, but I want you to know on my side, there's a wide open door. And you could make a decision that is going to put a smile on your face and a smile on the face of heaven. If you would open the door, and decide to walk through the open door on his side. Man, there's purpose, there's significance. People are gonna look at your life and go, wow, how did you ever end up doing that? I don't know. One day I just knew there was a wide open door and I made a decision that I was gonna walk through it and my life has never been the same. Yeah, there's been some hard work. Yeah, there's been some battles, but I made a decision to walk through a door feel God's heart is for so many people tonight just to this is a moment of decision
would you walk through the door into God's purpose? Would you make a decision to walk through a wide open door into something wonderful?